I called him and set an appointment up with him. And if I'm honest, I, I really thought I was wasting his time because like we were broke, broke at this time. So he heard what I had to say and then just gave us a chance. He said, like, how much money do you have? And I told him and he said, okay, well, you've got a few months and how can you make this work for three months? We just went for it. We were worried if we couldn't pay the rent, right. but it never happened. Like the neighborhood just immediately jumped us. on it. Yeah. And uh, started spending money. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just go, go, go all the time. Why, why, why Raleigh? Raleigh has such a good soul. Where is home? Right now I'm making a home in Raleigh. We started a business that is really just betting on Raleigh. This is a podcast about a medium-sized, mid-Atlantic American city growing at an unprecedented rate. Only Austin has a higher growth rate over the last five years. It's one of the top three hottest job markets in America, according to the Wall Street Journal. Hosted by a Raleigh-born millennial producer and media consultant, Flo Lumsden. That's me. With co-host, former New Yorker, Jen Exer, relative newcomer to Raleigh, story and brand consultant slash writer, Chauncey Zalkin. Flo moved back here to make this her forever home. Chauncey was looking for a good place to raise her kids that shared her values and provided opportunities and was pretty to look at. She'd never lived anywhere so polite. Hi, I'm Flo. And I'm Chauncey. Welcome to the Why Raleigh podcast. A podcast about Raleigh, North Carolina, Exploring what makes this city what it is. And what it will become. We're starting. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming in, Andrew. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. As you know, I am a huge fan of The Optimist. Thank you. We appreciate it. And today I just wanted to talk about, well, why Raleigh? I thought you would be great to have on because, first of all, I'm a coffee snob, and I don't know if I could live in Raleigh if y'all weren't here. (laughs) Thank you. That's too much credit, but (laughs) thank you. We appreciate it. It's a huge benefit to me and the neighborhood. The real estate value around you, I'm sure, went up. Oh, well, I hope so. That would be great (laughs) for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, I love your coffee shop. I love your coffee, and you're not from Raleigh, so you came here so we can talk about you know, what you like about yeah. it. And so th- those are kind of the topics I had in mind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, there's a lot to like, so yeah. Do you want to talk about, what do you want to talk about first? Oh gosh. Um, yeah, we can talk about Raleigh and why we came here. It was kind of an accident actually. So we're from Denver originally and we were just kind of tired of living in Denver. There's a lot of changes. Um, and so it was getting packed. About what year was that? Um, Gosh, what was that? 2013, I think, when we finally ended up moving. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I keep looking at my... You can look at her. My better half over there. The better um, half is here, just <laughs> not on camera yet. Probably about 2013 is when we moved. So we've just... 10 years now, we've been here. Home prices were skyrocketing. So we were like, we'll never be able to afford a house. We'll always be renting. So we moved to Raleigh, where we're still renting. Why did you pick Raleigh? (laughs) So her parents had moved to Wilson and Clayton area, actually. And so we lived in Clayton first. We just wanted our kids to be, well, we only had the one at the time, but we wanted him to be close to his grandparents. And Mm -hmm. we had visited once or twice and we thought, okay, well, it's California or Raleigh. (laughs) 
Wow. So, California or Raleigh? Yeah. I had a friend who's a photographer in California who was pretty successful. So he was like, you know, any job I don't take, I'll just throw to you guys and see what happens. So you were a photographer? Uh, we were. Okay. Yeah. We did wedding photography and uh, events. In Colorado, we did more events than weddings. Out here, we kind of had to pivot a little bit, but I'm not a huge wedding person. <laughs> I can relate to that. And wedding photography, it takes a really special person to be able to put up with a pressure. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't super thrilled to be a wedding photographer myself, <laughs> but you liked it. My wife liked it. And so, you know, I did most of the editing. So yeah, we ended up out here to be closer to her parents. Whose parents? Uh, her parents, my wife's parents. Yeah. How did they get here? I guess your dad for work, right? So her dad uh, works in the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of pharmacy and tech here. So he came out here first. I think it was supposed to be temporary, but then her mom's job just happened to move from Colorado, right? Colorado to North Carolina also, which was just kind of a weird coincidence. What so industry they just, was that? Pharmaceutical okay. also. Okay. Yeah, uh, oncology specifically. Okay. So. And like we love your parents and really get along with them really well and the kids love them and so it was great to be close to them and get to have family and stuff like my whole family's in denver oh, okay but you know we were spending so much time working that it just like you didn't see anybody anyway and you don't go to the mountains you don't do anything because once you had kids you're just well just in general like if you live in denver unless you're making a plan to really like experience things you just don't because you're working all the time because so, it's so expensive. Yeah. You just, okay. you don't go to the mountains. It's not that close. You don't go on trips. It's landlocked. You just kind of go to work and come home, maybe get to hang out with your kid for a little bit and then go to bed, start over. You wanted a lifestyle yeah, change? Yeah, for sure. And Clayton really gave us that lifestyle change. It was a completely different experience from where we lived, adapting to the South, but I love it. It's great. I'm so happy to be here. Raleigh is been amazing to us and treated us so well and it's so incredibly diverse and uh the people here are so friendly and just it's a great great place to have a family like I, I love it I feel more home here than I've felt anywhere else even Denver I was born and raised there and I feel way more at home here that's so crazy yeah, it I didn't expect it at all but I love it I'm so happy to be here and, and uh we'll never ever leave yeah so our kids love it I grew up here and so I have a special yeah. place in my heart for it because I grew up with my grandparents here and my aunts and uncles would drive me from school to activities or whatever. And so oh, I had like so cool. a nice community and I'm not married. And I don't have kids yet, but the idea was, you know, it'd be nice to recreate that if I did have kids. But also I just, I think I liked the person that North Carolina and Raleigh helped me become, which is just yeah. sort of an open hearted friendly person. Yeah. Maybe that's, you never know what would have been, if you would have been the same if you grew up in New York or LA, but yeah. I have a feeling the culture impacted me. It impacted us for sure. Yeah. I mean, in Denver, you don't talk to anybody. You don't really see your neighbors. You don't really like interact as much. You kind of keep to yourself a little bit. And okay. even when you go to the mountains, you're going with your friends and your family. And mm -hmm. here, like we see people everywhere. We like the best part about the coffee shop is meeting new people or seeing regulars. Like mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things. We talked to regulars all day today when we were at the shop. And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, 
I kind of gush over Raleigh a little bit and I feel <laughs> funny sometimes because I'm not a native or anything. Right. I, I wish I was honestly. Because it's just, you know, like exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really opened us up too to meeting new people and, and being part of the community. So. Well, as a non-official Raleigh representative, we're very happy to have you. We're so happy to be here. So <laughs> I we appreciate that. Yeah. I, I left for a long time. I was yeah. in DC for college, San Francisco for most of my 20s, and then LA for three years before I moved back. I moved back when I was 31. I'm 30, turning 35 now. Oh, wow. Good, well, good for you. You mm-hmm. made it. I made it. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah. Positive thoughts. Positive thoughts. Um, we're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. And I feel like people that are from Raleigh, since I'm part of that community, since I, my parents are from here, my grandparents are from here, and some of my great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents are from here. I know people that have been here for a long time. Like yeah. I'm, I'm in touch with that sort of part of the yeah. community that's like old Raleigh, but I also have a lot of friends that are new Raleigh, yeah. and I feel like because I left and came back, I'm like a hybrid. And I feel like we want people, of course we want cool people to come to Raleigh, and I hope, I think we're attracting mostly cool people. I think so too. Yeah. It has a great soul. That's the thing is Raleigh has such a good soul. That's why I like really appreciate being part of the community and, and accepted by the community so much because I want to, I don't know, like just be part of that. Just mm-hmm. kind of be part of like the the new Raleigh. and mm-hmm. um, The evolution. Yeah. Yeah. That's just such a great word for it. And and we watched it happen in Denver. So I am always so fearful of like. Like getting too big. <laughs> what's to come. And yeah. 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 So I'm trying not to be too much of the please don't move here. <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> but no. yeah. But it really is like it, it's a great place. And, and I would love more people to experience it. But also like. You know, there's lots of other cities like around Raleigh to live in. Right. So live there and Durham. then just visit Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am worried about the traffic, but hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, you see, you saw, you saw, you you grew up in Denver. Yeah, like so my you whole saw life. the evolution of that it, city. Yeah, and it got crazy fast too. Like within a year, um, right after marijuana was legalized, like a year later, the population had exploded and all that went up were just apartment complexes everywhere. It was nothing else. Apartment complexes and uh, no infrastructure at all. Um, So the traffic was just horrible. I mean, they're still dealing with it now. Yeah. And uh, my whole family lives there still and it's just crowded and expensive. And yeah. uh, So, yeah. That's wild. I didn't realize that. It's scary. I didn't realize that the marijuana legalization, I mean, obviously it was big news, but I didn't realize that was such a huge impetus to the growth. It, I think Denver was kind of a little bit like Raleigh in a way. It was, you know, cool and stuff to visit and people came there for the mountains and stuff, obviously, but it was really like undiscovered. Mm -hmm. Not a lot to do there. Food was okay. Things definitely improved after that happened, but... It's just a place to live. And yeah. once marijuana got passed, it just, it, it got kind of crazy. Yeah. I think one of the, my goals with the show and probably your goals, like personally, is to help shape the future development of Raleigh. Hopefully, And yeah. like a cool, open-minded, but also like respectful and kind culture. Yeah. And so I hope that with this show, because I... I feel like people move in there are like, what's happening? Like, what's the culture? Like, they, we don't have like a official welcoming committee. Maybe we should. But I hope that this show sets people up who are moving here for the right headspace of like yeah. what the community is about, who's here, yeah. old and new, 
what makes Raleigh what it is and what we want to retain yeah. culturally as we grow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's so important to say because it is a lot about retention, right? Like keeping your, I always call it Raleigh's soul, but like keeping that intact is, is so important to, to who Raleigh is. And I think like we've gotten to experience it as outsiders, which mm-hmm. is really cool to see because we had a whole different perspective and we really got to watch like the acceptance that we received and stuff, which was incredible. Like we never would have expected that. And, you know, I, part of that, I, I feel is like, yeah, we're business owners and stuff. So it, it's a little different, but people really took the time to like get to know who we were as mm-hmm. business owners and just as community members and understand that, you know, we're not, I don't think we're your typical business owner necessarily. Or coffee shop you know? owner even. We're just, yeah, we, I don't ever want to not be myself, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you're just yourself, you'll attract the right people mm-hmm. that want to be around you. Yeah. And so that's kind of how we just run everything. Our staff, everybody. Yeah. There's been this big trend. Like, I don't know if it's so much in Raleigh, but definitely in the major cities where it's like, you can sit down, but the furniture is not very comfortable. Yeah. And you can use your computer, but there's no internet for a reason because they don't want you to stay. Yeah. And there's no plugs. Yeah. And they want you to get your coffee and leave. Because, I mean, I can kind of empathize because it's like, you don't want people staying there for like, like extreme. I had, I had this like cartoon version of it. Like someone bring their sleeping bag and set up their life. Yeah. <laughs> Spend days there yeah. on their computer. Like they bought one <laughs> coffee five days ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think when I was growing up, we had some local coffee shops that my friends and I would go spend time. We would work. Yeah. And then when I went to big cities, I would try to do that there. And like in some places it just wasn't hospitable because they didn't yeah. want, want you there. So what I really appreciate about The Optimist is that I think to like a reasonable degree, you guys want people to be there. I don't ever feel like, oh, I've been here too long, you know? And we'll never, ever kick anyone out. Like, I don't know, as a business person, maybe that's not good to say, but I just don't believe in that. I think what other maybe businesses don't understand, I understand turnover and trying to churn and burn or whatever, as they say, quote unquote, but I just don't believe in it. We've found really that, if you just let people stay, like we've had people stay for like eight hours, like the whole morning <laughs> till close. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. But yeah. they always get up and go get more. They don't just sit there and then leave. Right. They and usually so, like, purchase yeah, at least I think maybe one or two are, things. People are so respectful. You don't have to ask them to leave. I don't need to turn my Wi-Fi off. I don't need to like tell people, hey, you've been here for, you know, three hours. You got to go. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it sucks that people can't find a seat. I understand that, but I'm not going to kick anyone out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if anything, I'm just like, it's, you know, it's a little frustrating, but it's also like they're they're doing well. And if I get here early enough, I can get a seat. Just get my ass out of bed earlier. It's such a weird problem to have, you know, (laughs) to, to not have anywhere to sit. It's uh, overwhelming because we didn't expect it. Like we're just, we just wanted to have a a business that would take care of our kids (laughs) and we just fell into it. So none of this was expected, but. We all did I, uh, such a good job, like with the interior design. And if you oh, haven't been there, <laughs> if you haven't even if you haven't been there, there's like beautiful green velvet seats and beautiful like textural blue yeah. wallpaper with flowers, and it's beautiful and it's a lovely place to be. So whoever no, you, we we appreciate it, yeah. Did y'all do it yourself? 
No, Lewis Cherry maybe had something to do with it. Oh, I know I, him. I know he designed the space itself. So we kind of just fell into it, literally. Uh, oh. Well, not literally. Figuratively, we fell right into it, though. Drama. Well, I was next door getting a tattoo appointment, and it was kind of crazy. He was just like, hey, you guys should check that space out. I don't know why. Just, you guys should check that space out. It's available, and he's had it for however many months. And um, so... I like, was it owned by Lewis? No, it was owned by this gentleman named Dwayne, who he's you know really took care of us and believed in us. It was kind of crazy how this all happened, but yeah, I called him and set an appointment up with him. And if I'm honest, I I really thought I was wasting his time because like we we're broke, broke at this time, like broke, like paycheck to paycheck, if that. Picking and choosing which bills we wanted to pay and which ones we were gonna let go, Damn. and like yeah, so we were broke. And I was just like, hey, you know, I'm going to bring all my kids with me, <laughs> wear a hoodie and jeans, like didn't look professional at all. And uh, he talked to me, asked me what I thought, what I thought about the person running it and what, it, you know, I thought it should be. Yeah. So he heard what I had to say and then just gave us a chance. He said kind of like, how much money do you have? And I told him and he said, OK, well, you've got a few months. And like he literally gave us that place for $12,000, just three months of rent and said, how can you make this work for three months? And we just went for it. We were worried if we couldn't pay the rent, we could maybe find something else and take the brand with us and it would right. be okay. Right. But it never happened. Like the neighborhood just immediately like jumped on us. it. Yeah. And uh, started spending money. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so no looking back after that. It was just go, go, go all the time. So yeah. Was that like at the end of the pandemic when things were about to open back up or no, at the early? Um, we opened in May of 2020. We actually signed the lease February of 2020, I think, or January. And so like everything shut down right then. <laughs> and so uh, Dwayne, again, was really good to us and kind of told us, you know, I'll give you some months of operation with no rent. And I think he let us operate for six months with no rent at all. Like he was, we could not have like accidentally run into a better, nicer business person <laughs> that was understanding. Cause, Cause y'all did y'all have, y'all started out with just the window for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Just the window, um, for the, maybe the first like six to eight months. And uh, I mean, we were scared to open inside. Our employees weren't super thrilled about it. Yeah. So we just kept pushing it off until they decided, I mean, we really let our employees take, take the reins on when we opened inside. So I think, they finally said, you know, it's time to open the inside because if we don't, like, this is this is it. Like, this is as busy it's going to get. And people are starting to get, you know, upset. COVID's starting to calm down. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we opened the inside and then had to eventually add more tables. Like, it just got crazy. Yeah, it got so, crazy. Mm -hmm. I really think that you guys have one of the best coffee shops, in, if not maybe the best coffee shop in Raleigh for hanging out and drinking great coffee. It's a high compliment, I appreciate it. Hi, I'm Andrea, the community associate at Common Desk in Raleigh. And I'm Gabby with Fiction Coffee Crabtree Terrace. Fiction uses coffee as a vessel to spark connection and create spaces where everyone belongs. Common Desk brings together the key elements of your work week, office space, coffee, events, and meeting rooms, empowers them with our hospitality-driven staff and culture. 
With flexible memberships, A-list amenities, and spaces built with you in mind, Common Desk exists to make days better. Common Desk and Fiction Coffee are co-sponsoring this podcast. I think Raleigh is more of a coffee town than most people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, good coffee is everywhere here. It's kind of crazy. And that's another nice thing is like the community, the coffee community specifically has just really like accepted us. I thought it was going to be, you know, contentious and oh, competitive. Yeah. And I thought, you know, there'd be tension and but not even close. It's crazy. And there's something for everybody. Pine State's, you know, right by oh, us, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't affect us. And I don't think we affect them. And, uh, you know, Brew, another Iris. shop, Iris, Idle Hour. There's so many good Idle shops Hour, around. Yeah. Those are, yeah, they're all good shops. It's That's like true. something for everybody, right? It's and true. so we've kind of found that, you know, if we're not your kind of shop, that's okay. Like there's room for everyone here in Raleigh and there's room for growth, I think. There's new coffee shops popping up all the time, which as a coffee person, I particularly enjoy because, you know, I don't want to just go to my shop. Like, <laughs> You're like where visit, else can I go? Yeah, I want to visit What other flavors shops. you got? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that, that's what I like as, just selfishly to, yeah. to be able to like. You also experience. like to go to coffee yeah, shops yeah, yeah, and maybe yeah. not the one that you own that's your yeah. business. Well, when we go to other cities, that's what we do. We mm-hmm. always find a coffee shop to go to and food and. Me yeah. too. I'm, I love to go to local, like high quality, yeah. beautiful coffee shops. It's like. Yeah. I love Blue Bottle. In oh New York. yeah, yeah. we've uh, been there when we went to DC. Like DC is a place we like to visit a lot. So yeah, yeah DC is awesome. Went to college there. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, DC is like one of my favorite cities. And it's yeah. you can take the train up there yep. if you want. Yep, and and you know it's only a few hours away and mm-hmm. great place to visit. Everything's like free to do. It's amazing. Yeah, all the that it's like Museums, kids like, kids oh, playland. Yeah, we love it there. It's yeah. awesome. And I was just going to say, I think culture starts at the top and all of your um, baristas yeah. or what do you, employees are. It's, it's a weird I don't thing to, to call have. Them. Yeah, I, it, I get what you're saying because I feel the same way. It is. I call them the staff a lot of times. Staff. But it's yeah. really strange to have people working for you. <laughs> <laughs> All of your people. Yeah. No, but they're um they're they're very lovely. Yeah. And, oh, they're yeah. And they try to remember my name, and I try to remember theirs, and yeah. we joke about it, and I come up with games to try to remember each other's names. <laughs> and you know, there's been times I I struggle with anxiety. I feel like many people have during the pandemic, and it's only four minutes. Y'all are just four minutes from my house. Oh yeah. It's a quick okay. drive, so sometimes I'll just like be able to go and come back in like ten or fifteen minutes. But like, it's just been a really nice place to go to get out of my house, but like not totally out of my comfort zone yeah. when I'm feeling a little wobbly that day yeah. and just to see a familiar face, say hi to a human. Yeah. I live alone. I'm single. I have a dog, but it's not quite the same. It's just been they actually really, <laughs> they won't talk back. Yeah. It's been actually very, very comforting to have you guys I'm so around. Glad to hear so that. Um, yeah. on a personal note, it's been, it's been, it's been a good part of my life. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Like that actually, that's uh, that means a lot to us. I'm sure. Yeah. We want it to be welcoming, you know, yeah. accepting and inviting. I think it's so important. And the staff is the number one part of that. They hate when I do this, but they're, uh, <laughs> they, they hate when I compliment them, but they are by far uh, what sets the tone there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, they know what they're doing. They have a lot of integrity. I don't have to ever, like, I just go there to hang out. I don't go there to tell anybody what to do. We just, 
Yeah. Like sit there and drink coffee and like laugh. It's you hire, you must do a good job hiring because you don't have to worry that Hannah, much. Hannah, our GM, is really the one who's who's taking the reins on the hiring. She's done such a great job building a team mm-hmm. that I kind of try to stay out of it now. Right. Let her feel like it's her thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, I don't want to disrupt it in any way. And if she wants anything, like she'll usually ask us a question. But we really are on the same wavelength, I think. She's been a great part of our team. So, Yeah. She kind of gets us really well, and we don't have to, yeah. That's so cool. She runs that place, like, very, very well. So I get to hang out with I don't know if I know Hannah. Um, I think you've probably seen her. Definitely. Yeah, she's there quite a bit. Um, she has, like, kind of this shoulder-length brown hair. Okay. Tattoos and okay. oh, a lot of times. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so she's our GM and she's, oh. yeah, but that's the other thing is she's always working at right. uh, behind the bar. She's not like a, you know, she believes in leading by example and she really like has everybody's respect, including ours. So, yeah. That's cool. So y'all, I mean, I assume, so it, is, is it a good business? Is it a, is like, it? I mean, y'all, y'all are doing really well. Yeah. Like there's, it's always full of people it's hard to get a seat yeah is the are i don't want to ask you like too closely but i'm just curious like is it like a good source of income for you guys yeah absolutely i mean it's a completely different life than i lived like growing up like completely the opposite of how i came up so it's strange in that sense because i never thought like we'd live a life where we were just okay mm-hmm. where like you could pay bills and not have to worry about paying bills like that's mm-hmm. really strange to me um to just be able to take care of things so it's great like it's a luxury obviously and i don't take it for granted whatsoever my kids are growing up very differently than i did but that being said like we put a lot of everything we make back into the shop because okay. i am a worrier also right and so i do worry if i don't take care of the shop, take care of, you know, employees, take care of quality and things like that, vendors that I don't deserve it necessarily. So, yeah. You don't, well, I mean, that's wonderful, but also like it's a real thing. A lot of coffee shops and especially restaurants, but also coffee shops that serve food, yeah. the quality does go down. You see a yeah. flip, like it's a common yeah. thing and it's so frustrating as a, yeah patron of this brand new exciting restaurant then you go back a year later and it's like not nearly as good yeah so i appreciate that you're like on top of making sure that all the quality is great and you want to keep that and you're very proud of it because it's like that happens when we work with so many great vendors too um blue ox uh bakery michael's english muffins black and white homeland they're amazing they've always been there videri so a lot of local stuff just because they're really good like yeah. they're just incredible black and, and white so, and Videri yeah. are awesome yeah i mean they're amazing so that helps a lot so that helps like they care so much about their quality that it really helps our quality control quite a bit yeah so yeah yellow dog is another one that we work with that, okay you know they've been around for for quite a while and they do good amazing bread. yeah so can't say enough nice things about our vendors they've they've really helped with the quality control that's awesome yeah so and I, I tried a new, it wasn't a breakfast thing, but I had it for breakfast. It was on like the all day snacks or yeah. all day thing with the toast with the avocado and tomato and oh, yeah. um, the one nobody can say. Basil. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm, <laughs> what? 
I don't name. know what it's called, but it was very good. I was so my point is I tried something new recently and yeah, I really yeah. liked it. So. The name it's the Avado Tomato because I thought it'd be so funny to like have a Harry Potter like Avada Kedavra. Oh, cute! I love <laughs> but that. But nobody gets it at all, oh, no. and the staff thinks it's funny because they're like, nobody can say that. Everybody struggles with it every time. Can we change the name? <laughs> so we might change the name, but oh, yeah. I like a good Harry Potter joke. <laughs> yeah. So I usually try to come up with names that like make me laugh. And sometimes people are like, we can't name it that. Like nobody's going to get it. Only you think this is funny. Well, that's like me and my joke that I made up that I tell that Let's is really I'm... embarrassing. <laughs> it's really a riddle. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. So you know my name, I go by Flo. Yes. Did you know that I had a non-speaking part in Finding Nemo? Have you seen I Finding Nemo? I think I Nemo? get it. Yeah, I think I get it, but I, explain it to me. No, <laughs> no, no. I want to see if you, if you, I mean, it's, it's really dumb. So if you don't get it, it's not your fault. Okay. All right. Just because like the flow of the water or. That's a good one. Okay. All right. All right. That's where I was going. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Well, there's actually when um, Dory is in the fishbowl. Yeah. She meets that fish who thinks she has a twin sister. Oh. Named Flo. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> I only remember. I'm looking at her because my kid watches uh, our son, our youngest. He like gets obsessed with movies and then watches them like not kidding over and over and over just right in a row and that was yeah. one of them he watched oh. for quite a while actually wouldn't stop watching it she's like in the in the fishbowl she's like hey i'm i forget what her name is but yeah, yeah. this is my sister Flo, and it's her reflection oh that's hilarious in the fishbowl yeah that's pretty good okay and that's the, pretty the only good. reason the joke kind of works <laughs> Is because I did do a lot of theater and I did some oh, yeah. TV commercials and stuff growing up. I never did any movies, but, and I do do voiceovers sometimes. That's very cool. So it kind of works because people might be like, oh, maybe you did. <laughs> but then it's like, but it's a cartoon. So like, how would you have a non-speaking yeah. part in a cartoon? <laughs> it's perfect. Though. It's so dumb. I like it. Okay. No, I like it. It's my little dumb riddle. It's, it's endearing. Thank you. Yeah. That's, the, that's the goal. Yes. <laughs> well, I feel like we've covered a lot of cool stuff. I don't know much about coffee, so I can't ask you about... Oh, do you, you know what? She doesn't drink coffee at all, so... <gasps> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, she hates it, actually. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, it doesn't matter because we make it work. It doesn't... What do you have on the menu for you? Um, there's a lot of non-coffee drinks. Yeah. Okay. Matcha, yeah, that's a, that's I think like something that was always important to us too is like coffee shops. A lot of them will just have like like they want you to be just there for the coffee, and mm -hmm. I get that. Like I love the quality. I love going to places like that, but I don't want anybody to feel like you're not welcome at my shop because we don't because you don't drink coffee. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty important to us to I've have something I've got some very good everyone. ice cream tea there and stuff. Oh, good. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm glad we. Uh, it's rare. I usually get my same like. I usually either get an iced oat milk latte to yeah. go, or or for there, and then a or a hot oat milk latte in the winter. So yeah. the baristas that know me, like James especially, he's like, "Which type of oat milk latte do you want? Yeah. Iced or hot?" Yeah. But so every now and then I throw them off, and I'm like, "I'm gonna have an iced green tea," and they're like, "Whoa, what's so, happening?" They're so great about that though. Like they, uh, it's kind of crazy. We never asked anybody to like remember names, like. <laughs> You know, I prefer yeah. that because yeah. I think it's just nice. It's a nice thing to do, you know, like yeah. especially 
you know, regulars are coming in all the time, but they're just, yeah, they're just really personable people. Yeah. They just care a lot about being good. And that's, that's it. They just want to be good people. James so, is one of my favorites. James is great. He's actually like really, really, really become one of our favorite people for sure. And he's, uh, he's so sweet. I, I hate when they, <laughs> I hate when I, I like the staff so much because then if they decide to leave, it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> but yes. you know, I'm also happy I was happy when Connor them. left. Yeah. He was, great. Oh, he was yeah. my other buddy. Yeah. He, he'll stop in Shout here Shout out there. to Connor. Yeah. He'll stop in here and there <laughs> and, uh, we get to see him rarely, but, but sometimes he'll stop in. He's super um, into his music right now. Yeah. And he's doing really well. So I'm really happy for him. Just saw him a couple of weeks ago, actually, when he covered a shift at the shop. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he's still one of our people that we call. And, you know, we have a few others that have worked for us that come back all the time. Lisa, she's leaving pretty soon. So she'll be she'll be out in the wind. But I think <laughs> she's going to be very, very successful. So really happy for her, too. I've yeah. always wanted to be a barista. But yeah, I never yeah, have. Yeah. And I feel like the learning curve is actually kind of like if you want to make cool, <laughs> if you want to make it look pretty, yeah. like I feel like that takes a long time. It They are constantly practicing. It's kind of crazy. I, the first time I tried it, um, you know, I really got an appreciation for how hard it is. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's why we started doing latte art classes for a little while, because like people could see how difficult that part of the job actually is and get an appreciation for it. Are you um, gonna, next time you do that, I'm going to try to come. Yeah, we're probably going to start doing those again here in the fall. But yeah, I don't know. Those were a lot of fun, but it definitely shows you like how difficult that job is and like steaming and stuff. It's kind of crazy. It takes a lot of skill to be a barista. And I don't think people appreciate or understand like how much skill it takes and how difficult the job is itself. Because it's like food service. Mm -hmm. People take food service industry people for granted. They don't realize like... You're dealing with customer service, with quality, with angry people sometimes. People waiting for their coffee. Yeah, and it's not your fault necessarily. People and taking somebody else's coffee by yeah. accident. Yep, and that happens like more often than people realize. So yeah. it's an unforgiving job. So it's nice to have a lot of customers come in that are very kind and gracious. And we don't have as many of those situations as some of the other places. So it's nice. Whenever I get a swan... Which I feel like I have gotten a swan. Probably from James. Probably from I would James. Imagine. Yeah. I always thank him enthusiastically because I'm genuinely stoked because I'm so, I freaking love it. Yeah. And I often take a picture of it. <laughs> He's definitely one of the best as far as like latte art goes at the shop, at He's, our shop. Yeah. I have noticed that, yeah, I think, I don't know if it's just the swan, but I'm like, I like it when he makes my coffee the yeah. best. He, um, first of all, he's been in the industry for a really long time and really knows what he's doing, like very knowledgeable. Um, but he just won second place, actually, not to gush too much about James because he'll hate it. But um, <laughs> he just won second place at a latte art uh, throwdown that they had at Benchwarmers. Wasn't oh, representing. Oh, I saw that was yeah. happening. He was not representing us in any way. So he was there completely on his own. But yeah, he got second place. That's and, so uh, cool. Yeah, we're really proud of him because he's he deserves like the recognition for that, and yeah. he's works really hard and like really knows what he's doing. So. I wanted to just throw that out there because he's he deserves it, yeah. He's just got just ready. It's like good energy. Yeah, and he's he always blows us away because he's very like content. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so envious of how content <laughs> as a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like how how. 
We're all over here like... I'm constantly oh, like... Yeah. What's happening now? Everything's <laughs> I, fine, but it's not. I have so much anxiety. I'm constantly wondering if I'm doing coffee, the right we're thing. Like, oh, yeah. I'm so anxious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had too much coffee today. I was like, oh God, I need to like drink some water and chill yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> Got the shakes and yeah. But it's also like so worth it. Nothing better than like <laughs> drinking coffee, listening to a podcast and deep cleaning your house. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of like programming or stuff you want people to know? You know, just thank you to Raleigh for, for accepting us and making us feel so at home. Like if anything comes out of this from our end, like I just want Raleigh to understand like how much we appreciate it and how, uh, how much we care and want to do it justice for the rest of however long they'll have us, I guess. Yeah. So oh, I think that sweet. would be the only thing that I want people to know. Yeah. That's sweet. Well, we're happy to have you. I'm so happy. Maybe to be there'll here. be another location someday. Hopefully. Yeah. That's the plan. So very happy to be here. All yeah. right. I think that's good. Cool. Thank you so much. That was so fun. That, oh, yeah. good. Was it fun? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love talking. So. Oh, Please follow or subscribe so you don't miss our next episode coming soon. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. See you soon, Raleigh.